Heroes Not Included is a serialized story podcast featuring actual play of Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition from Wizards of the Coast. Wizards of the Coast own their respective trademarks, copyrights, and related materials. A special thanks to all the great people at Wizards of the Coast for all their hard work creating wonderful games for us to play. Previously on Heroes Not Included. And convince them to rally the fleet and head out to search the trackless seas, particularly around the purple rock islands that are known for having pirates and a great sea demon that requires sacrifice of some kind. Um, and so then there's this really cool scene where we're like going through the ocean. And like, oh, you're talking about uh, where the boat floats up to the surface mm-hmm. and like rises out of the water like a submarine. Mm-hmm. But it all was happening so fast and everything was so so crazy. Um, and then we there was some some sailing around, and then we found a boat. Some sailing around, and then you found the Morkoth. Yes. Not included. Season two. What does the deck of the ship look like? In terms of like how are things laid out? Uh, you have a fore uh, castle and an aft castle, mm-hmm. and you have a huge open area where it looks like they just removed the whole middle of the mm-hmm. ship, took it out, put down a floor, and Hecaton is laying on his back, eyes closed. Are most of those guys pointing from that big area? Uh, yeah, they're mostly on the um, castles. Mm. Some of them uh, on the aft castle are drenching the deck in seawater, mm-hmm. and others are firing. Question about the crow's nest? Yeah. Um, is the crow's nest the terminal point, or is there mass that goes up? There's a little bit the more nest? mass that travels above it. How much? Like 10 feet? Yeah. Okay. Can I use the remainder of... Wait, no, you used your create bonfire. That's a concentration, so the fly canceled, right? Fly is concentration. Ooh, yeah. I hope I'm close to the deck. <laughs> <laughs> well, I assume you had to be to do the bonfire yeah. thing on the roll. So, I guess I'm just using cantrips. Okay. What are you doing? I already I did my thing. I did the gust. Okay, that's it. Yep. All right. I don't have any other bonus. Yeah. Points. So he lands on the deck with a splat, Gross. and that uh, sends the crew into a rage and a frenzy. And you hear cries of anger and insults drift up towards you. Aobard. Uh-huh. <laughs> so uh, you decide to light this thing on fire. I need you to make a dexterity check for me to see if you're able to grab onto the railing or if you fall in the drink. Saying he would know better. It was all, it was all for narrative. I, I understand. So that's why I'm giving you a, a dexterity check as opposed to just getting you wet. <laughs> Fourteen. Okay, yeah, you're able to grab onto the railing. So you are on the railing, and you can pull yourself up onto the deck if you wish. Okay. I pull over and, uh... Take out your license and registration. Yeah. <laughs> I yell to Malthus. 
Go wake it up! And then turn and um, look at the aft castles. Okay. One's got some smoke coming off of it, at least a little, right? The aft castle has smoke coming off of it, the fore castle doesn't. Fore castle doesn't. Alright. Um, do they have equal guys on them, pretty much? The crew's kind of all over the place. If you want to lay out people, you can. There's four guys along with the captain and the first mate on the forecastle. Okay. One dude dead on the deck. Okay. One dude in the crow's nest with Aspen. So that leaves four on the forecastle. Okay. So on the aft castle. So I look at that. I guess. Like and that. I turn towards the one the captain's on, and I cast hypnotic pattern. Okay. Up onto the aft where they're all standing. All right. Okay. Need... Everybody must make a wisdom saving throw. What's the DC? Seventeen. Nice. Alright, I am going to... Do some crowd control here if I can. Good work. So the four crew members flunk. The first mate doesn't. He succeeds. He succeeds. And the captain succeeds. Alright, it's the captain's turn and he uh, points at you and he utters something. And you see, it looks like a bit of glitter in the air. And all of a sudden you feel the air around you grow still. And everything looks slightly distorted. And uh, that brings up some crew members. What jerks. Yes. First up is the crew member in the crow's nest. The only thing he has with him that would work in this context is a dagger, so he's going to try and throw his dagger at you. I wouldn't put his odds very high, though. And in fact, the dagger just goes flying right past you. <laughs> and out into the water. Lands in the crow's nest. And now you don't have a dagger. <laughs> yeah. And then another, uh... Father's dagger! <laughs> Does he just jump off after it? No. Come on. <laughs> All right, the first mate is going to fire his crossbow at you and uh, hits you. And you take four points of piercing damage, and I need a constitution saving throw, please. Constitution saving throw. And that is a 13. Okay. And you take uh, 17 points of poison damage. What did you roll? What did you get for your save? Fifteen. Okay. Okay. Murrow's gonna try attacking. Oh yeah, how many Murrows does he have on him? Four. Four. Uh, Murrow's gonna try and attack back with uh, bite and uh, some claw action. Okay. Because it's feeling angry. These are like regular guy sized, right? Yeah. Yeah, he gets a critical hit with his claw and does fifteen points of damage with the claw. Ouch. And misses with the bite. So as he misses with the bite, yes, I have swayed in a most beautiful way uh-huh. and re-guided his bite Shh. into his friend. Oh! I just pushed his face over. Yep. I was like, <laughs> here, bite Johnny. Johnny looks mad. Okay. I love that underwater, it doesn't look drunk anymore. It's like <laughs> yeah, it's just it's really natural. In there. <laughs> yeah, it's so fluid. And... All right, yeah. He bites his friend. And that brings up Kallik. Uh, I touch my ring, and nothing happens. Start with the new iPad. Okay. Nothing happens. You touch a ring, and nothing happens. It's really anticlimactic. Uh, Aspen. I'm going to... This guy just threw a dagger at you and missed you completely, and you laughed at him. It's stuck in the mast. I'm going to cast Gust at him. Okay. Because why not? Why not? It worked the first time. Yeah. He I like has that to make plan. a 16. On his uh, strength saving throw, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he fails. Okay. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo. Splat. Hey. Do and I then get... I uh, 
come all the way back down. Into the crow's nest? Hunker. Hunker down, okay. As my bonus action. All right, yeah. Uh, you blow him gust of wind, and it blows him right out of the crow's nest, and uh, he travels the long but short distance to the deck, and lands with a sickening crunch. Anybody else tries climbing up here gets the same. Oh, I'm going to try and be intimidating. I like that. Don't come up to my nest. Put them in their place. <laughs> okay. These crew members, you know, they're not the brightest. Uh, one of them's going to start climbing the pole. One of these guys from the... Yep. And another one's going to start trying to climb up there. Oh. Gus is a cantrip? Gus is a cantrip. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's going all over the place. Nicely done. Okay. Aobard. What's my situation? Well, you determine that you're in a bubble of some kind. Can I get out of the bubble? You've tried walking, uh-huh. you've tried punching, hitting, uh, none of that seems to work. Wait, you're not in a... you're not on the deck anymore? I think I'm floating slightly above the deck. Yeah. Or the bubble you're in is resting on the deck. Hmm. You see crew running towards you. I didn't get any sort of save on this. Nope. The only crew running to towards me are the uh, four from the other... The two there. now, actually, two. because two have decided to oh, right. to pull. Two are coming at me. I, I, uh, I pull up my dagger and stab at the bubble, I guess. Okay, yeah. You stab it, but nothing seems to happen. Okay. All right, uh, the two crew members. You see, you can't... I don't know if you could hear... If you want to make an arcane... I'll let you make an arcane check if you want to figure... You want to try and figure out exactly what? I could try. It's not my specialty. Nine. Nine. Hmm. Yeah, all you know is that it's some kind of wall of force. Mm-hmm. And you see the crew taking direction from the captain, and they run over, and they begin pushing you towards the edge of the deck. Yeah, I mean, something I can do. Uh, we move on to, to the Tumero. And they're going to try and attack. I mean, I would guess it was a sphere of force, like a like a beat of force would produce, but you get a dexterity check from those. Yeah, and I would have taken a bunch of force object. damage. So this is... That's a miss, and that's a miss. Okay, uh, both marrow. The first marrow misses you, Kalik. And the second marrow misses you as well. Beautiful. Yes. You look over and you see Malthus, and he's like... Jumping on top of, jumping up and down on top of the forehead. Mm-hmm. He's pulling at the beard. Mm-hmm. You know, you see him hitting him on the head with his hand. You know, like he would knock on a door. You see him yelling in the ear. Mm-hmm. So I, I yell, "Help me!" Maybe he knows what this place is. Okay. Are you yelling at him with your mind? Yes. <laughs> yes. Mind bullets. Uh, you see Malphus. He, he flies over and he lands on the outside of it. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. He looks down there and he goes, Uh-oh, mm, you might die. <laughs> it's Malthus, right? Yeah. So you're going to have to be direct in the kind of help that you want. Help me, what is this? It's, mm, it's a spell. It creates a wall. It can be shaped. It's a wall of force. Mm. Yes, indeed. You are trapped in a spherical-shaped wall of force. One of the crew members takes a swipe at Malthus and misses. 
and he returns with a bite. Bites off the guy's hand. It's very gross. That's helpful. That's fierce. <laughs> Biting the hand. That, you, you, no bite reaction. You, can use your, you can use your attack action with Malthus. Oh, yeah? To attack. Yeah, he bites the guy's hand, and the guy's like, ah, and blood kind of squirts onto the surface of the ball you're in. <laughs> Trickles down the side. All right. Those crew are going. They're doing their thing. These crew... The other two crew members, you see stop in the middle of what they are doing. And the captain's yelling at them, and they don't seem to be paying any attention to the captain at all. And that's because you naturally decide to look in the direction that they're looking. And you see this huge, giant longship literally being cast up on this massive wave. So that the the ship that you were on is now sideways like this. Mm -hmm. And all you see are huge tentacles that have it wrapped. And the ship is looks like it's going to be going over like this. Oh no, Uthor. And that is happening only about 150 yards away. Which means that water has to go somewhere. <laughs> that kind of pauses. Everybody kind of stops to look. Calic. <laughs> uh, the merfolk, you notice, uh, seem a bit on edge all of a sudden. Okay. And you look past them and you can see under the water why. And that is because a gigantic, a gargantuan monstrosity is up in and around the surface and only about 100 yard, 150 yards away, 200 yards away. Ooh. Water is turning, bubbling. You see large eyes, tentacles everywhere. Okay. The fight is coming closer towards the rest of you. Kalik, what do you do? I punch the one in front of me. All right. Yeah. Probably the one I hit previously. Uh, I'll give you an advantage on it, because he's distracted. Cool. Uh, 16 to hit. Hit. He takes 6 damage. I punch him again with 20 to hit. Okay. He takes 9 damage. Then expend some chi, and begin my 3 fury of blows. 11 to hit. Uh, 11 is a miss. One of them lands for nine points. Ouch. And nothing happens. That's the end. All right. Uh, tell me, Kalik, how do you kill this uh, Muro? Uh, well, I have my nunchaku, so there's just this huge, like, dent inside kind of the chest area. Okay. <laughs> and it just got deeper as I continued to punch through. Just until it became a concave chest. Yes. <laughs> I see. Very nice. Well done. That was a serious pummeling there. Hmm. Aspen, here, uh, the crew, as they see hands come over the railing with swords, and they're going to try and swing at you. Mm -hmm. But they're not going to have a lot of luck because they're kind of trying to do it from over the edge of the crow's nest. Being hasty. Yeah, they're, they're in a hurry. One misses, and then the next one misses as well. So they both miss. Uh, Aspen, what do you do? Uh, I'm going... All right, or, so have they actually finished at the end of their action being in the crow's nest now? Uh, well, no, they got just they got up there. That was the end of their movement, and then they reached in to try and stab you, and they missed. Okay. Would Gus still work on them? 
I mean, you can use it. If it will or won't, it comes down to whether or not they can hang on. Okay, yeah, I guess I will I will gust them again. Okay, which one are you going to gust? First one, I guess. Okay, strength check. Oh! And rolled a critical fail. Oh, buddy. So, tell me, Aspen, what was so critically devastating about this guy getting blown off the crow's nest? Um, I just walked forward uh-huh. and placed my hand directly in front of his face. Okay. So, it probably kind of blew part of his face off. Oh! Gust! Gusted his face right off. <laughs> he falls to the ground, splat. Aspen, you, you are uh, personally responsible for uh, taking care of a great deal of uh, individuals here. Mm-hmm. Right, the uh, first mate is going to try and shoot at you, even though uh, you are... I'll say you have three quarters cover at the moment. You hear uh, crossbow bolts hit the wood of the crow's nest. That brings up the other crew member who has not lost a hand. He's going to continue to try and push the sphere you're in, you know, Lord. Um, I just try to push back. Okay. I guess I'm just in a glass sphere. Yeah, right? yeah, that's kind of what it feels like. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, it runs back and then it's... it's proving to be futile. He's got you uh, at the edge of the deck. Uh, Malthus, I assume you want him to... Uh, sting him in the back. Sting him, bite him, kill him, mm-hmm. pickle him, whatever. You want to roll Malthus? Yeah, sure. Right. 21. That's definitely a hit. And ah! is 5 damage. Oh, okay. But I need a constitution saving throw against a DC 11. That is an automatic fail. Oh, wow. So he takes, wow, 13 more points of poison damage. So how does Malthus kill this? Um, this guy, uh, first time Malthus ever attacked, he sticks that tail in, mm-hmm. and in a very uncomfortable way, you see the body shrivel and desiccate. A green, kind of blackish, burpish smoke comes out of his mouth and nose, and he falls over. Nice. <laughs> Gruesome. Uh, the first Murrow uh, uses the harpoon. Ah, stab, and misses. And the second one uh, uses the harpoon and misses and then uh, tries to hit you with the claws and succeeds. This one obviously wasn't as unconventional as the other person because he did the harpoon then claw. Mm. Took Aspen's advice. Yeah, it was pointed out by Aspen. (laughs) That's the obviously logical order in which to do things. (laughs) And does uh, eight points of damage. Crew are going to try and hit you again. The one that's left up there. Okay. He's going to swing his sword at you. And misses! Because these crew members are apparently just horrible. <laughs> Whatever they do. They're going to pull them sails. <laughs> they can pull sails, but when it comes to stabbing someone, that's just... Pretty good taking a lock out of the, out of the fight. <laughs> well, that was the captain. <laughs> Kallik. Uh So the one that I punched with fury... In addition to the first one that I just killed, mm-hmm. uh, I then turn to him and hit and punch. Okay. 23 to hit. Obviously a hit. 15 to hit. Hit. 10 plus 8. How's he looking? Oof. 18 points of damage. He is looking more black, blue, and purple than usual. Mm. Thoroughly beat up. 
He's definitely gonna hate these next three punches. Okay. <laughs> 19 to hit. Hit. 11. Nope. No, 11 damage. Oh, 11 damage. I wanna damage. see if I knock him out because I got two more hits after Oh, this. all right. Yeah, that's a, that's a hit. You see, uh, you, you feel ribs break and. Oh, you see some blood enter the water. 18 to hit. Yep. Another 10. Uh, tell me, Kallik, <laughs> how do you kill this murrow? So, uh, as I felt the bones break, I just took my hands to my sides, and I just smashed them together with, like, both fists oh. right in the center, which crunched all the way to the spinal. Oh! <laughs> And he oh. just kind of breaks and falls down. Breaks in half. Deep. Yeah. All right. And then Do you I. When you float? Depends. Yeah, I, I don't so. know. Maybe maybe they have neutral buoyancy. I mean, I don't know, like a fish. You know, they can just kind of hang out right there. Although when a fish dies, it does tend to. Well, it doesn't always float up. That's true. That's true. Uh, I turn to the next friend uh-huh. of his, and uh, I, I I smile a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Behind him, blood floats in the water. Yeah, there's his dead friends. Well, yeah, there's these people floating around there. Uh, 21 to hit. That's a hit. And 8 damage. Oh, my. Then? You're just, you're just a, a hitting machine. There's a lot of punching. Nothing happens again. Okay. <laughs> so. All right. The big, giant boat slams into the water. The wave slams into the water and rushes and hits the boat. I'm going to make a concentration check for the captain, because I think that counts as an enormous distraction. Yes, I would say so. <laughs> That's just my feeling on the matter. Uh, yeah, you are still in a bubble. Whoa. And in fact, Aspen, please give me a dexterity check and let's see, a strength check, excuse me, and let's see if you are able to stay in the crow's nest. Um, Thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah, the wave is so tall and swamps just breaks the nest off. The <laughs> boat that it snaps the mast, and you find yourself carried away in a bunch of water until you, the water slams down onto the deck and slams you down on top of it as well. Oh, just on the deck. I mean, I might be dead on the deck, like everybody else on the deck, but. And, uh, oh, come on, really? Okay. Um, yeah, you take uh, only five points of damage. You don't get placed slow me, fall or anything? It placed me gently down, like a wee babe. <laughs> so now I don't get slow fall. The boat rose up to meet you. Right. <laughs> Kalik, uh, while you're punching, you know, you can see the wave roll over. And it kind of churns up the water a little bit, and you see crew members landing in the water all around you. Okay. And then you see something rather bizarre. You see Eobard. <laughs> <laughs> and you see he's in the water and he's kind of floating slowly. He's, he's not sinking like a rock, but he's kind of floating down. But the weird thing is, is he's just kind of standing there. And he's just <laughs> a... But yeah, it looks like he's in a bubble. And you can see Kalik and you see that there are um, the debris of mur- murrows floating around him. I just gave him one of these. You see a blood. <laughs> shrug. <laughs> he kind of just shrugged. Shrug. <laughs> <laughs> just, no, I don't know how this happened. <laughs> Here I am. Hope it's not a long way down. My patron never told me about this one. <laughs> <laughs> the 
let's see, this crew member got washed in I'll tell you how many crew members are left here. Uh, a lot of them are perishing. The ones that had no ability to stable themselves because they were just like... <laughs> well, you know, a lot of the uh, 1 8th challenge rating crew are finding mm -hmm. it rather difficult to survive the pounding of the waves. So it looks like only uh, two crew members, along with the first mate and the captain, uh, are left aboard. You see a lot of bodies floating in the water, Kelly. And so do you, Aelbard, floating around you. And you see one, in fact, one kind of crewman kind of floats up to your bubble. And he's kind of like clawing at the bubble like... I give him the same shrug. <laughs> and you see he starts to drown. And he dies. With the proximity of the Leviathan, the Kraken, the other two, uh, Murrow, seeing that they might have overestimated their abilities <laughs> with regards to you, bolt. Okay. <laughs> okay. The wave crashed in and knocked most of the crew over. As I said, there's only a couple crew members who have survived, the first mate and the captain. And now you also have a Kraken to deal with. Kalik, you are first up in terms of what you want to do. Like I said, you see Aelbard kind of floating there and uh, this Kraken. About how far am I away from the aft castle? Is that where the captain is or forecastle? I forget. Captain is on the forecastle. And I would say a move would get you to the ship and then another move would get you up and over. So I move to the ship. Okay. So I'm at like the bottom of it. Yep. Right on the side there. And I actually can stay in the water but move to the aft castle directly behind it. Okay. And so now you're 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 by these long wooden tentacles. Right. That hang out below the boat. And they disappear. <laughs> Blink! <laughs> Alright, you find yourself in the ethereal. And everything looks really weird. All grays and whites. Beautiful. <laughs> uh, you see the Kraken. Because in the ethereal, you don't have the depth of water and the refraction of light and all of these right. other complications. You can see everything more clearly. And the Kraken is just ginormous. This thing is huge. It's actually quite frightening to see in some ways. You can see Aspen on the deck of the ship. And uh, you see the crew on the deck. And it's also weird because you you move kind of like you're in water, but you're not in water. But cool. probably more than any other character, less weird for you. Yeah. <laughs> right? Because so watery. You're used to moving through a substance of sort, right? Yep. So the captain starts barking some orders. Which you can't hear. And it's the Kraken's turn. These huge <clears throat> tentacles reach up out of the water and begin wrapping themselves around the boat. And from your vantage point, Kalik, it looks as though the Kraken is just going to try and pull the boat down to the depths. Okay. These huge tentacles crash onto the deck. Is Hecaton awake? Nope. He's out. Out. He has been sleeping through this just like a baby. 
sound asleep. You hear this loud crash, Aspen, mm-hmm. and you see bits of the boat begin to splinter and break apart. So, uh, the first mate, being the incredibly courageous half-orc that he is, decides that he's going to use this as an opportunity. And uh, you see he raises his light crossbow at the captain. It is mutiny! The first mate. (laughs) And if any of you were close enough to hear, you would hear that first mate is taking exception to the captain, believing that the captain has um, endangered them uh, you did this. Heedlessly. Hmm. Needlessly. And so he's going to fire his crossbow at the captain. It's hard to find good help these days. <laughs> it is hard to find good help these days. That's true. Wow, that's a, that's a hit. I should hope so. Point blank with a crossbow. And the captain takes some damage and now must make a saving throw. Okay, he makes his concentration check. Uh, but now he has a crossbow bolt sticking out of his shoulder, which hurts profusely. Aspen, what do you do? These huge tentacles have come down onto the ship. It looks like as though the, the Kraken has decided to take the ship with it. I want to move towards Hecaton. Okay. And I want to figure out, like, what is holding him down? Is it just rope? Yep, just basic rope. Nothing terribly um, impressive about it. Like people-sized rope? Yeah. Okay, so, uh... I'm going to hold him in place more than this to, to hold him down. Mm-hmm. 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 Can I do some sort of check to... F- is there any way that I can figure out what he's under? Uh, yeah, give me an arcana check. Ooh. Uh, that is 23. 23? He seems to be in some kind of stasis. Some kind of magical consciousness. Well, yeah, but does that give me any idea of like, what it would take to wake him? 23? Mm-hmm. I would say that you think it might be best to cut the ropes. Okay. As a starting spot. Well, then I start cutting the ropes. Okay. Um, I take, because I apparently don't have a short sword on me, I pull open my cloak and I grab a patch that looks like a dagger. Okay. Take it off. Aha! It came in handy. Came in handy. Yes, you now have a dagger in your hand. And I am going to, um... Start cutting away a rope. Okay. Nailbard! Yeah, I tell Malthus to go stab the captain. Stab the captain! Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll. 16. That's a hit. And then give me a DC 11 constitution save. Fail. He takes five points of physical damage and eleven points of poison damage. Hang on, he has to make a concentration save. Man, it's so far. It's because it's pretty good at concentrating. Oh, but no longer. Okay. Malthus so the water sticks rushes his in on me. Singer right in his back and uh, catches him enough by surprise. The poison courses through his veins, and you hear Malthus just laughing gleefully. <laughs> Briefly, before my ears are crushed by... Yes, and all of a sudden, water just... I mean, it's like, you know, glass breaking in water, just Mm. blushing in. And you find yourself twisting and turning around. You're not sure what's up, what's down, but you do know that you are underwater. Okay. 
I look for the brightest point and swim toward it. One of the crew members is going to attack the half-orc, the first mate, to attack the captain, and misses, because they're incredibly useful. And the other one sees you trying to free the giant, and he's going to try and attack you, and misses as well. Misses you, Aspen. Good. Kallik. Uh, so yeah, I climb up the aft-gassel. Okay, yep. You climb up onto the... You want to go towards the captain, is right? Yes, on the forecastle. Right, right to the forecastle, sorry. Yes. yes. That's where I was. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, you climb up onto the forecastle, and you see that Malthus is laughing. Stinger deep in the dude. <laughs> Stinger deep in the dude. You see he has a bolt sticking out of his uh, shoulder, and uh, you see the first mate fighting off one of the crew members. All right. Well, as I come over the wall, mm-hmm. I flip upside down. Okay. And then as I'm coming down, I begin to punch the captain. Oh! All right. 22. Ouch. Let's see this again. And 14. Oh, you miss. Okay. So one hit at nine. Okay. And then... So begins a fury of blows. So it begins. Punch it. Yes. Okay. 17. 28 <laughs> to hit. Uh, 23. <laughs> so three lands. Okay. So nine. Okay. Nine. And uh, 10. 28. From the Fury. Wow. So it's breaking all the rules. Yeah, you busted him up good. Homeboy is not happy. And then I disappear. Boop. Lovely. That's going to save you. Now the captain sees what you are attempting to do. While he's getting his face punched in? <laughs> I find that unlikely. <laughs> <laughs> and that, well, it's his turn, so he gets to look and see. He's not going to deal with the, the stinger in his back? Well, he's a bit concerned about his charge, uh-huh. seeing as how the boss is right there. And he really wants the boss to save his ass. Fair enough. <laughs> so he's Yeah, little... I'd put my bets on the Kraken. <laughs> I would also bet on the Kraken. <laughs> All right, give me a dexterity saving throw there, Aspen. Ooh, I would like to use my inspiration. Okay. That did not work. Uh, so that is a 13. A 13? Yeah. All right, that is uh, a, a fail. Kind of suspected since I rolled a five. He points at you like this, and you see a bolt of lightning. <laughs> Fly <Bolt> lightning? <laughs> you are hit with the lightning. And it does not feel good. Aspen, you take 23 points of electrical damage. That hurt. That hurt a fair bit. Mm-hmm. Kraken's turn. It brings these huge tentacles down onto the ship again. Smash! The finely crafted wooden tentacles on the back of the ship smash off. The aft castle smashed to bits. The front of the ship, which was finely shaped like the head of a squid and looked all so pretty, all gone. Water is now rushing in, and uh, the ship is beginning to sink. Somebody cast Wall of Force. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we have a uh, new five-star review. I never get tired of these. Uh, on Facebook, uh, this one comes from Brian Gray. And he says, this is basically a fly-on-the-wall recording with some sound effects added for flavor. 
of the kind of campaign I always wanted to be involved in with the kind of people I wanted to game with. You guys do a great job, and the fact that you enjoy each other and the game is obvious within the first few minutes. Keep it up, and let me know anywhere else I can drop this to help out. Well, uh, thanks, Brian. Anywhere else would be uh, actually everywhere else. <laughs> Reddit threads, Reddit, iTunes. I, well, I, he said that he had a problem with iTunes, but uh, Reddit is, would be a great place. Yeah, you, you know it. You name it. Twitter. Uh, I, I don't know all of the social places, but anywhere you go... Anywhere where someone else is talking about D and D, MySpace podcast. Yeah, I mean, is the MySpace is, is MySpace still around? Still around? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, um, MySpace. Friendster. <laughs> Friendster. Is that one? That was, was going to link to this on Dig. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dig that. Yeah. Anywhere you can think of would be great, uh, including your local coffee shop. But uh, thank you uh, very much, Brian, for the review. We are very glad that you are enjoying the podcast, and uh, please encourage your friends to listen. So, thank you so much. Thanks, Brian. Thank you for listening to Heroes Not Included. Don't miss an episode. Subscribe today using your favorite podcast app. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a moment to rate and review us. We'd love to hear from you. Find all of our episodes on our website at heroesnotincluded.com. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash heroes not included. And finally, our podcast is supported by Tevya Schmidt, Chris Gergetsch, Josh Heddle, Allison McManus, Shane Fetters, Jake McNinch, and Amy Trout, along with all of our awesome patrons. Our patrons not only help us keep the lights on, they also gain special behind-the-screen access, including patron-only podcasts, videos, and more. To become a patron, visit our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash heroes not included. And until next week, be the hero.